0: As mentioned above, there is no research or evidence that suggests the body can only absorb up to 50 grams of protein in one meal. The body can absorb an exceptionally large bolus of protein in one city. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is for women and men over 30 who wants to achieve success in their fitness journey. And I'm gonna help you do just that. But first, I have to ask you, are you looking to increase your protein intake? If yes, the next question, to answer is how much protein can my body absorb I'll answer this question but first a word from our sponsors are you looking for a personal trainer that will focus on you to help achieve success in your fitness journey if yes please book your in person or zoom one-on-one personal training sessions with me Christian Evans at ChristiansWeightSuccess.net thank you for tuning in to the success fitness podcast and to answer the question of how much protein can your body absorb When somebody asks that question, they're typically wondering how much of that protein will be used to build muscle tissue. I came across this article by Elliot Reimers called How Much Protein Can Your Body Absorb by TransparentLabs.com or on TransparentLabs.com. And so I'm going to read this article off because this is a question that I have been wondering for months. And it's something that you probably have been wondering this is like the third podcast i've done or i'm doing on protein protein education and the importance of it and so this article has some great points um some things i agree with some things i don't or i may have questions on and i'm going to uh uh, answer some of these questions by reading off this article so let's hop right into it you know what i've been jonesing for pizza lately but i'm trying to get better at eating better not eating out so much and subscribing to the we got food at home mentality so i chose to cook what i bought from sam's salmon prices have been so high but sam's had it five dollars off today last week i found a bag of quinoa there for about eight dollars since my vegetable supply of meal prep is running low i also picked up some fresh broccoli By the time I realized it, I had cooked everything in my e-cookbook, What to Meal Prep for Beginners. Not only will you get three recipes for one high-protein meal under 600 calories, you'll also get a free workout e-book. Get 10% off when you sign up to my weekly newsletter. The link will be in the description and the link tree in my bio. Download your copy today. According to Brad John Schoenfeld and Alan Albert Aragon, absorption in nutrition refers to the process of nutrients passing from the gut until to the bloodstream in this regard it's noteworthy that the capacity for protein absorption is practically boundless but you see gym goers often assume that the body imposes an intrinsic limit on how much protein you can absorb in one meal in body, in bodybuilding lore this limit seems to land right around 50 grams of protein however no empirical data substantiates such notion which is great this is great this is a good thing there's no limits right Let's read some more. It's important to differentiate between protein absorption and protein synthesis utilization. When protein intake is excessively high, the fate of amino acids shifts accordingly. Example, more amino acids are oxidized or converted to glucose lipids instead of being used for protein synthesis. Since protein metabolism is influenced by numerous variables, particularly age, endocrine function, exercise, and energy status in energy status it's tough to quantify a point of inflection where excess protein intake stops contributing to muscle growth and starts feeding into other metabolic pathways the issue of how much protein the body can absorb at once is further complicated by differences in gut micro bio nitrogen metabolism and i don't even know how to enunciate this word s-p-l-a-n-c-h-n-i-c extraction of amino acids from dietary protein. Sometimes these words are too scientifical. Just far as for me, I'm being fully transparent. <laughs> Back to the article. Nonetheless, this article will clarify some of the misapprehensions surrounding the question of how much protein can your body absorb in one meal? So grab a whey protein shake and read on. So I wanted to bring this article to your ears because this question I've been having for a long time. My goal of protein to get in birthday. Regardless if I hit it or not, it's the goal. The goal is two hundred and forty grams of protein. And this is pretty tough to get in. I've always had questions because I thought that 30 grams of protein was the limit. That was the max in regards to how much I could digest or my body could process in in one sitting. But the more and more I Google, the more and more I research and and YouTube, I'm coming across more literature like this. So this is good. This is good because if I have to 30 gram it every intake, then I'm going to have to intake a lot in volume in regards to amount of uh, drinks and shakes and different things like that. But if I could, you know, let's say get 50 or more, you know, that would reduce the volume of amount of protein shakes that I would have to intake. Back to the article, a brief primer on protein consumption. Let's start by quickly summarizing how protein is digested and absorbed and what happens thereafter. Proteins are compromise of Amino acids, organic nitrogen-containing compounds that function as chemical messengers and intermediates in metabolic pathways. Amino acids link together via peptide bonds to form larger molecules like enzymes, cellular proteins, and peptide hormones, example, growth hormones in insulin. When we consume protein, digestive enzymes in the gastrointestinal tract, hydrolyze, The peptide bonds and generate free form amino acids along with smaller peptide fragments. The results molecules are then absorbed by the intestines and sent to the systematic circulation or used directly by again. Here's this big word. (laughs) S.B.L.A.N.C.H.N.I.C. tissues. So here's the definition of it. Splant. Splanchic. Splanchic. It's Kind of crazy. Refers to organs of the abdomen notably the liver spleen and pancreas and gut for skeletal muscle building amino acids need to reach the systematic systemic i'm sorry systemic circulation so peripheral tissues can use them to synthesize muscle proteins as such again, here's this big word, splanchinic, <laughs> extraction of protein decreases the capacity of amino acids to increase skeletal muscle protein synthesis and reduce protein breakdown. Amino acids and peptides that are not absorbed in the small intestines are subject to gut microbiome metabolism. The colon and large intestines are dense with anaerobic bacteria that ferment amino acids since hydrogen sulfide in odorous gas that smells like rotten eggs is a potential end product of amino acids fermentation. Eating a large amount of proteins at once can cause flatulence. So this can explain why you're gassy or can fart a lot when you finish drinking your protein shake. <laughs> Back to the article. So how much protein can your body absorb in one sitting? As mentioned above, there is no research or evidence that suggests the body can absorb only 50 grams of protein in one meal read that again but more clearly as mentioned above there is no research or evidence that suggests the body can only absorb up to 50 grams of protein in one meal the body can absorb an exceptionally large bolus of protein in one sitting it just takes longer to assimilate so this is great when i came across this article or an article kind of similar to this a light bulb went off. I'm like, okay. So with this being said, I no longer have to intake 30 grams of protein or only 30 grams of protein. I'm not limited to just 30 grams of protein. Now, the reason why I keep bringing up 30 because I drink a lot of the uh, Premier Protein uh, shakes and they have 30 grams of protein in it. And at one point in time, I just read one article and I just went with that. Imagine a non-pharmaceutical performance device that can help you breathe easy, reduce exercise fatigue and shortness of breath, all while improving your cardio performance. It's called The Breather Fit. The Breather Fit is evidence-based, drug-free respiratory muscle training, or RMT for short. It's designed to help athletes of all levels, elite military professionals, first responders, and people with physically demanding roles like you to gain an elite performance edge. Unlike most other respiratory trainers, BreatherFit trains both inspiratory and expiratory muscles. The independent dial system allows you to create highly targeted training protocols as well. With over two million units sold, BreatherFit is the next evolution in RMT. It was developed from the success of the Breather Health device. It has also been used in clinical applications to help chronic respiratory illness and help patients regain function and quality of life. Simply put, the RMT protocol to work with breather fit means working out more effectively and accelerated recovery from your workout with breather fit all it takes is 10 breaths for two sets twice a day six days a week you can also record your performance to get useful and timely feedback with the breather coach app Breather Fit is your secret weapon to maximize performance and meet your personal best. With Breather Fit, you work hard but breathe easy. Use my code FITBREATH at checkout to get 20% off at pnmedical.com/product/breather-fit. dash The link will be in my show notes. So I'm telling you this so you can make sure that you do more research. Do more research. Don't go with the first article that you see. Go with the second article, go with the third article, go with the fourth article and go with the fifth article. And then you can have enough information to make a decision on how you need to move forward. So back to the article. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, but what if I eat 200 grams of protein in a meal? Will it all be absorbed to a degree? Yes. But it also depends on what you mean by absorb. To reiterate, protein absorption is distinct from protein utilization. When we consume protein in excess, it won't lead to extra muscle protein synthesis, as some people believe, as the quantity of essential amino acids in a meal increases, the rate of amino acid oxidation increases proportionally. When someone asks how much protein can your body absorb at once, they're typically wondering how much of that protein will be used to build muscle tissue protein absorption does not equal muscle protein synthesis protein quality and protein quantity are known to impact the anabolic response to constitute amino acids and this is partly due to discrepancies in splanchinic versus peripheral utilization of dietary protein hence determining how much protein your body can absorb in one meal is somewhat misguided question to ask the more appropriate consideration particularly for active individuals is how much protein can the body absorb and utilize for muscle building. As it stands, it appears that muscle protein synthesis is fully saturated after consuming 20 to 35 grams of complete protein, such as whey protein isolate or chicken breast. Therefore, further protein consumption in a meal beyond 35 grams will not equate to more protein synthesis, but The founding of an inherent cap of protein synthesis is discordant with studies that observe no significant differences in lean body mass between subjects who distributed their protein intake throughout the day and those who did not. We can readily see examples of this phenomenon in individuals who follow intermittent fasting and maintain muscular physiques. Does protein distribution matter for building muscle mass? Some researchers argue that the anabolic response to protein is virtually identical regardless of protein distribution. The anabolic response to dietary protein can be defined as the difference between protein synthesis and protein breakdown after consuming protein alone or a mixed meal, including protein. When protein synthesis is greater than protein breakdown, there is a net positive protein balance and therefore a favorable milieu for muscle tissue hypotrophy. Hypertrophy. I never can pronounce that word correctly. <laughs> Studies in recent years have conducted that a maximal anabolic response is achieved by ingesting 20 to 35 grams of high quality protein. Example, whey protein powder, eggs and chicken breasts every four to six hours throughout the day. This theory led to the popular concept that distributing protein intake evenly throughout the day is necessary to maximize muscle growth. However, this concept stems entirely from measurements of muscle protein synthesis after consuming protein, thus ignoring potential and catabolic contributions to the anabolic response. It's also noteworthy that tissues and organs other than skeletal muscles may play a role in the anabolic response. A recent literature review contends that there is likely no practical limit to the acute anabolic response of a single meal protein dose, and the most sensible way to maximize muscle growth is to simply consume a moderate amount of protein at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It seems that the total protein intake is the main factor to build muscle, not necessarily how often we eat protein. In this day and age, I have to ask definitions. What do you mean by this? So by this sentence, I am asking, what is a moderate amount of protein? look like? You know, I'm a numbers guy. You know, is it 20 grams? Is it 30 grams? What is moderate? Please define it. Going back to the article. Of course, the quality of protein matters as well. Plant-based proteins that are lacking essential amino acids won't elicit the same anabolic response as animal proteins and milk-based protein powders. Thankfully, there are complete plant proteins like pea protein powder that contain a good balance of essential amino acids. So what happens to excess amino acids after eating a high protein meal? Well, surplus amino acids from the excess protein intake can contribute to gluconeogenesis and de novo lipogenesis. Biochemically, the latter is not an efficient process, but it does occur. For the most part, amino acids are oxidized for energy or sent to the liver for gluconeogenesis, depending on the body's immediate demands. Interestingly, the body appears to have an innate buffering mechanism that prevents acute surges in circulating levels of free amino acids. This is evidenced by the finding that as protein intake increases, the magnitude of protein recycling also increases. If this weren't the case, we would theoretically build muscle without bound by eating as much protein as possible. For reference, in a 154 pound man, the amino acid pool of total body protein contains about negative 22 pounds of amino amino acids, whereas the free pool consists of no more than 100 grams of amino acids. In other words, over 99% of the amino acids in the body are bound to protein. The remaining free amino acid pool, in fact, commensurates with the quality of amino acids consumed each day in Western diets. Lastly, can you eat too much protein? Even if muscle gain is your primary goal, eating tons of protein isn't necessarily wise. While a higher protein diet will optimize the acute anabolic responses to resistance training, any extra protein won't contribute to greater muscle growth. So don't get too carried away with your protein intake. Most adult athletes and gym goers only need about 1.2 to 1.5 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight to build muscle efficiently and improve body composition. So this was written by Elliot Reimers, titled, How Much Protein Can Your Body Absorb? This is written by TransparentLabs.com or on TransparentLabs.com, and I will have this article linked in the description. So, how much protein can your body absorb in one sitting? I'm not 100% sure if I, or we, or you, got a definite answer, because it is complicated. It is complicated. It does come down to your body's ability to digest and process it because the protein metabolism is influenced by a lot of variables. You know, as the article states, age, endocrine function, exercise and energy status. So one thing that we do know, it is not limited to 30 grams of protein in one sitting. That is good. But we would also like to know like a cap you know what is what is a cap on on that so it is more so about the protein utilization right um when you once you consume protein once you consume a large amount of protein and the digestion process and there's there's just a lot there's just you know complicated. Don't you hate when <laughs> you see that on, let's say, relationship status when you're um, on social media and it says, it's, you know, it's complicated. You know, in my eyes, it's either or. But this isn't so much relationship. This is science and science in your body and, and deals with, you know, metabolism and age and exercise and energy levels and the quality of protein where you are getting your protein from the sources. So there are a lot of of factors there there's a lot of factors you know going going into this so again I'm going to have this article linked in the description and hopefully you know you got something out of this hopefully you got somewhat of an answer and I'm going to be bringing more and more and more articles in regards to protein and the benefits and you know probably find another one that could possibly have an an answer to this, <laughs> you know, uh, because this this is and can be a complicated. You know, question. But once again, this article will be linked in the show notes, and I hope you have grown more after listening to this. If you found inspiration in today's podcast and would like to support, then sign up to my weekly newsletter, the Success Fitness Newsletter. You will get access to my new ebook, How Many Calories Should I Eat? It's a guide with resources within to find your daily caloric and macro intake to ensure success in reaching your fitness goals. You'll also get access to my private Facebook community success fitness family and weekly emails when this podcast publishes every sunday at 12 p.m central standard time the link to sign up to the success fitness newsletter will be in the description thank you for listening to the success fitness podcast and remember this if it's not making you stronger chant more weight more weight more weight peace out